Welcome, everyone. I'm so excited to tell you about this podcast. It's called The DK Project, but it's really The Darren Show. The DK Project is a radio show, but without the radio. So sit back, buckle up, and enjoy the ride. Let's go! Today's episode is brought to you by the Lost Lake Creamery, located in Mound in the Harbor District. If you're on the bike, it's off the Dakota Trail. If you're in the boat, it's on the north end of Cooks Bay. Just look for the Lost Lake Channel. Plenty of parking provided by the city. If you're by car, 5575 Shoreline Drive. Stop in, 24 flavors of hard-scooped ice cream, old-fashioned ice cream parlor. We're open for the season. Noon to 9 on the weekends, 2 to 9 during the week. Make sure to stop in and see us. Welcome back to the DK Project. Rolling along on a sunny afternoon in Minnesota. Finally turning the corner, baby. I'm telling you, the weather is just being a bitch lately. I really, I own an ice cream store, so I have to complain about weather because it really has an effect on my business because we don't have indoor seating. Anyway, on today's podcast, zooming in from the land of the Red Sox, is Mr. Fred Carroll, host of Within the Head of Fred. He's making a return visit because he can't get enough of the DK project, which, hey, we're not standing anybody's way. Come on when you want to come on, brother. How are you, my man? I'm great. How are you, DK? I'm wondering why I can't hear myself in my cans, but that's all right. I know I That's sound okay. good. I know I sound good. So uh, before we got on the air, we were rapping a little bit, man. You got the crazy world going on. You are all in on the Venom Productions studio, everything. So you're doing everything. within the head of Fred, with it, which is with uh, Jennifer Field, a couple of authors sitting around chawing the fat. And then, yep. you've, then you've got uh, the one about addiction. What's Ending that? the stigma. Ending the stigma. And then you've got a movie one. Like uh, the, Cinephiles. The, yep, the Cinephiles flashback. And are they all separate podcasts? Well, I took Cinephiles flashback and made it part of Within the Head of Fred. Ah, so it becomes a, a bonus episode. It becomes a bonus episode How that I'll release every now and then, every other week. It depends whenever we want to do them. Sometimes we mix them right into Within the Head of Fred. Oh, but I, nice. They used to be separate and they should be separate because within the head of Fred is an entertainment comedy yes. type show and cinephiles is a movie show. So it doesn't get into the same right. analytics of Google together. You know, Spreading you can't mix out. them together I like, like it. that. Hell yeah. And you still have the, uh, smoking hot Jennifer Fields on your, uh, on both of those. Is, does she do the, uh, addiction one with you? She was a host on that, but she can't find the time. So it's just me and Scott H. Silverman. And how's doing that? that right Have you now. been helping people? Yeah, you know, it's a slow roll like everything else. It's a marathon. But we get phone calls every now and then because it's an open phone line live every we do every Wednesday at seven PM Eastern Standard Time, four o'clock Pacific. And we do a half hour to an hour, depending on details and stuff. Yeah. And we just talk about I mean, this week we talked about homelessness and sports betting, gambling, nice. addiction. So we were supposed to have a guest. The guest didn't show up. It's just like podcasting and every other thing. <laughs> the guest did not show up. So we went without a script and me and him just chit chat. And yeah. we get a lot we get a lot of action on text and stuff like that. But we have a phone number 
connected to it. I that's got a one cool. eight hundred number that's on there, so it's working. That's cool, and it that's will. what uh, it's only a month or two old, isn't it? Yeah, it's about two months old. Yeah, maybe three months, but uh, you know, it. I do that to balance off the crazy of within the head of Fred <laughs> of everything else. <laughs> well, this is how I buy my way into heaven. Uh-huh. You know, that's what I'm doing, there and I'm an atheist, go. so that doesn't matter. But. Well, but then you get the uh, then you get the Red Sox thing that's going to hold you down. Yeah, oh, it's hurting me. They're lo- they're tied with the Detroit Tigers right now, Yikes. eight to eight. Yikes! Well, you know what? We've got a thing going on now. I don't know what you've got, but I have YouTube TV, and for some reason, YouTube TV and Fox Sports North aren't getting along, which is now Bally's something or other. But I can't get my hockey team, and I can't get my baseball team. What a bunch of bullshit! I don't understand why it. Um, all of a sudden it's so controversial that they can't allow anyone to air the games. Even Is your hockey team any good? I don't know. There was some big mix up last night with our star. We've got a, a Russian kid that they've been farming forever. Uh, Kaprizov is his name. Um, and you know what? For two weeks we'll be gold. And then for two weeks we'll be shit. And then two weeks we'll be good. So I don't know. We don't. You can't count on any minutes. Well, there's only season. two games left in the NHL season until the playoffs. <laughs> that tells you how on the fig, on the pulse yeah. I am. Only two days, and hey, my team, what? my team is the best team in hockey right now oh by my points. God. Get the Carolina Hurricanes. Oh, you're not even a Bruins guy. No, because I'm from Connecticut. I was a Hartford Whaler fan, and the Whalers became the Carolina Hurricanes. Do you have any old classic Hartford Whaler hats? Yeah, I've got three jerseys, three Hartford Whaler jerseys. You got to let it go, man. I love them. Hey, you know what? Uh, So I'm in Boston, God, I don't know, 15 years ago maybe. I was taking the wife up to, uh, what is that, Martha's Vineyard? Yeah. What is that off? That's off the coast of, or that's off of? uh, Rhode Island. Rhode Island and Massachusetts. I was in Massachusetts, Cape Cod. I went to Cape Cod. And, uh, and so I had a night in Boston before we were driving up to the Cape. So I'm in Boston and I, uh, don't know anything about where I'm going. I don't know anything. So I go into this bar and the Bruins happen to be playing in the Stanley cup and, uh, and they're winning and whatever, but I'm in this bar and Holy shit, these people are into it. Like everybody's wearing jerseys. It's on every TV and it's about to be chaos, pure pandemonium. And I'm sitting at the bar and I meet this gal and my wife is talking to this other gal. And it turns out the one gal grew up on Cape Cod and the other one's family owns like the biggest resort on Cape Cod. So they're sitting there filling out these bar naps of all these things I have to do. But I think that the Bruins actually won the Stanley Cup that night while I was there. And it was just chaos. But man, it's a tough city. Boston is the toughest sports city to play in for baseball and hockey. And the reason is, I know a lot of people think New York, but when you think of New York, there's more people in New York City that don't care about sports than care about sports. True, true. Because there's so many people. So it's not as, and there's two teams and all that. It seems When you're a Boston Red Sox, every paper writes about you. 365 days a year you are on well and you it get- almost seems to me more like like there's more working class in boston and and those are more people that 
have time for games and that's like their release from the you know from the factory or from whatever job the garbage man job well, yeah, yeah you know i just feels like that that you know and when i was there i i kicked myself in the ass because i wanted to see fenway so i walked over to see fenway and and I, there was a game and i didn't go in i'm like i'm not paying that much i don't care it looks nice from the outside it's expensive well and i it- just you know when you go to a when you go to a a, a foreign city per se even you know, as long as you're still in the United States, but it's foreign because it's not my team. It's not my stadium. And you're like, ah, you know, it's hard to sit and watch a game when you don't know anybody. You don't know, you know, it's not your team. You got no skin in the game. So I'm like, I'm not going to spend 150 bucks or whatever it was to get in and, and go do that. Um, when I don't, I don't really care. I don't have a dog in the race. So, right. It is worth it. seeing, but you could go. It's better when you go on a day off when they're not in town and you take the tour of Fenway park, the Fenway tour is amazing because there's so many little nuggets about Fenway park being so old. And one of them is, one of them is the 600 club above home plate is a, there's a restaurant in there, you know, behind the glass. Okay. And it's completely modeled like cheers. Ah, the whole thing going in right there. A big cheers fan right here. Yeah, I was so I once I went to a Red Sox Yankee four game series. It was a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And this is back in 1991, maybe 92. And I went with three of my friends, and it just so happened to be the last episode of Cheers Ooh. was playing on Thursday night. Yeah, well, we weren't going. We weren't going to the game that Thursday because we only had tickets for Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But we were in town, so we watched the last episode of Cheers with the cast. Where? At, outside the Cheers restaurant, which is called the Bowl and Bowl and Finch. Oh, I think no it was shit. called is the restaurant they use in the <laughs> for the setting, and they had bleachers set up in the street and the street shut off, and you got to watch the last episode and the whole oh, cast was. Oh, that's there. cool. That's cool. But I see John I see John Katzenberg all the time. He lives in my town. Well, you should call him John Ratzenberger because that's his name. Katzenberger. I call him Katz. Okay, Ratzenberger. He lives I mean, in your neighborhood? I just know the mailman. I don't even care. You, ask you know, people ask people if he talk, wants some canned corn. God, I love that Canned corn. Some pop. <laughs> he lives by you? Yeah, he lives in the next town over here um, in... I guess he lives in East Haven, I would guess. Well, it's funny because, I, I, you know, we talk about all these Boston Red Sox fans and the typical... You know, and I would think that uh, people, I don't have video on this particular show, but I would think for people who are listening, you sound like the typical Red Sox fan with the accent. Yeah, but I don't have to say, I'm dead set right in between. So I'm an hour from New York City. I'm about three hours from Boston. Yeah. And we get our, everything gets mixed up around here. This is where Red Sox, Mets, and Yankees all meet, Jets, Giants, and Patriots all meet, uh-huh. and everything gets split up. There's more Giant and Jet fans than Patriots. Well, There's more y- Yankee fans. Again, uh, you know, I, I went to a Yankee game in the old Yankee Stadium. It was beautiful. I loved it. I did, uh, uh, speaking of which, I'm going to Cincinnati to see the Reds play the Twins in August because uh, you were talking earlier about the tour of Fenway. I narrated... Uh, got a 32 stop bus tour of Cincinnati. Uh, oh yeah. So they don't have a tour guide on the bus. It's me talking about all the different stops and all the different shit. 
And uh, so it's going to come out. Uh, it's, uh, uh, what is it called? My Party Bus. The guy rents like the like the Bachelorette, Bachelor Party Buses, and he's kind of moving into this world where where they have this tour. So uh, I've got three more stops to finish, but I had a piece of equipment break on me, so I'm, I'm waiting. Uh, but then it'll be done. And he's got this, he's got this uh, GPS locator thing in his bus. So that it knows when you're out front of the Red Stadium and it knows when you're out front of City Hall. And then it puts that audio in. And then he's got uh, TVs all over the bus. So they play little, you know, historical videos and shit. So August 2nd and 3rd, if you're in Cincinnati. See, I'd be I'd be horrible to a point if I got hired to do jobs like that, because I'd add my I'd go off script and I'd be like. <laughs> And this next stop is where Pete Rose placed his first bet. <laughs> well, I kept asking where the uh, WKRP in Cincinnati location is, and and he he wasn't having it. That park where they uh, what do they let all the turtles go or something? It was turkeys. Yeah, the turkeys. <laughs> I'm like, where's that? He uh, he's cool cat though, man. I'm having a fun time with it. It'll be so if you're ever in Cincinnati, check it out. It's it's uh, my party bus or my tour bus or something. Um, and we'll, we're going to end up doing a commercial for it. So it'll be, it'll be a lot of fun, but, uh, I'll be able to watch my, my twins kick the shit out of the reds. Although the reds are doing pretty good this year, right? Yeah. Can I tell people, I know the voice that's talking. <laughs> yeah. You go right ahead. See if it doesn't get your ass kicked before you get off the bus. <laughs> I'll be like my friend, Darren's the voice of the Cincinnati tour bus. I, I think, I, I think, uh, that and, uh, uh, a couple box, uh, cereal box tops might be able to get you a free, free toy at a, at a park. I, um, no, it'll be interesting. I'm not even going to tell anybody I'm going, I'm just going to go sit down there and check out people's reaction. I actually kind of want to go early in case it's bad reaction. Then I can re-record some of it or something, but it's been a lot. There's like, God, I bet there's 32 stops on the damn thing. Yeah, um, that's that, that's a great gig though that you got. I mean, you have a you have a different speaking voice of mine. Mine is so deep and it just keeps going and going. It gets so groveling. Nobody wants to hear this that long. Well, if anybody, if if Sam Elliott ever dies or or uh the Arby's guy, you might have a shot, man. Well, the Arby's guy isn't going to die. He lives in my town, too. Does he really? H. John Benjamin is his name. Who owns and Arby's or The Voice? No, no, The Voice. H. John Benjamin, he's also the voice of everybody on Bob's Burger. He's the voice of oh, yeah? Family Guy. Well, give me his number, yeah. man. I got to have him on my show. Listen, I only know because his parents, I used to work for his father. Oh, well, then you and, do have his number. Yeah, but... They listen, even when H. John Benjamin came around and I was working there like seven years ago, he didn't give he don't give a shit about me. He don't he care just who kept I am saying, where's the meats? Yeah, he's a he's a funny guy and he's got tons of. Um, I mean, he really worked his way up there because he started on Comedy Central. He had a show called H. John Benjamin has a van. No, <laughs> nice. And he would just drive around in his van and just pull over randomly and ask people questions. Really? And stuff. And it started out with that. And you then can't he moved do that up. anymore. He's on Family Guy. He's got three voices on Family Guy. You know what? He does. Just own, you know, just aimlessly maybe share the contact with me. Like you didn't, oh, I didn't even know. Oops. Shoot. And I won't tell him it was from you. You could hit him up on Twitter, though. Because that might actually that. hurt me if I tell him uh, Fred gave me your number. He'll be like, you know, Fred, I'm out. No way. All right, gang. Time to talk a little restoration. 
If you've been hit by fire, flooding, wind, hail, some kind of storm damage, give Grady Restoration a call. These guys are experts in the field of restoring, dealing with insurance companies, getting the project done. You want to deal with a top-shelf contractor who you know you can trust, who's going to show up and get the job done, not leave you with loose ends, extra bills. They're going to take care of everything. It's the crockpot of construction. Set it and forget it. They'll deal with the insurance company, the payments, everything will be handled. It'll be back to new before you know it. If you've been curious whether you have some damage or not, give them a call. They'll come out, complimentary consultation. They'll look at it and tell you if it's an insurance loss or not. Give them a call, 952-472-1570. Or look them up on the web at GradyRestoration.com. Don't forget to tell them you heard about it on the project. Time to talk a little tech. Something you may not be familiar with, but need to be. ExpressVPN. Did you know that sending unencrypted data is like sending a postcard through the mail? Everyone can see it. ExpressVPN protects you from hackers who try to steal your private information. ExpressVPN also gives you unrestricted access to all parts of the internet. This especially applies to those of us here in Minnesota, where Fox Sports North has decided not to work with anyone so you can't get your favorite games on your TV. ExpressVPN allows you to reroute your connection to a server in a country of your choice, making geo-restrictions a thing of the past. ExpressVPN is offering my listeners three extra months when you sign up for a 12-month package. Go to ExpressVPN forward slash The DK Project and click on the limited time offer for DK Project listeners. Start watching all the programming you want and unleashing stuff you didn't even know was out there. Netflix in other countries, Spotify in other countries, prices are different, what they're showing is different. Check it out. ExpressVPN forward slash The DK Project. Speaking of which, listen to this. I was out in the land of the cuckoo birds this weekend. Um, and... Uh, my daughter, my daughter's done with school out at San Diego. So, and she's actually going to go to the University of Minnesota next year. And, um, gophers. Hell yeah. Row the boat, baby. Row the boat. And do you actually have gophers in Minnesota? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got gophers and we also have these things called foals. Foal. I don't know, but they like, uh, voles. They're voles. They like tunnel on your grass and just ruin it. And they leave like a rounded tunnel thing on your grass. It's bullshit. You can't blow them up fast enough. Carl, the greenskeeper at... Uh, yeah, boom. Blow those bitches up. So anyway, we're in uh, the land of the cuckoo birds. And the daughter and I are driving. We go up to Malibu. And and um, and she starts telling me about these YouTubers. It's all my, my 21-year-old and my 20-year-old talk about is YouTubers. And my 15-year-old. YouTuber this. This YouTuber did this. They make so much money, these YouTubers. I'm like, yeah, 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 whatever. And... Uh, He's telling me about this one kid that got really famous and oh, the kid's dropping out of school and not going to finish high school, not going to go to college. And, you know, and it's like, well, what's whatever, whatever. So I'm trying to play it cool, like the dad, you know, whatever, whatever. Cause you know, I don't, you know, I, 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 I don't know what that world's like. I don't want to know what that world's like, but, but we go back to the hotel and I'm staying at a pretty nice hotel and, um, and, uh, the uh that that morning you know i go down for coffee because the kid doesn't get up till whenever and i'm standing in line and i look over and my like, god i know that guy i know who that is and then i look and i'm like why the hell would he be here that doesn't make any sense and i look over and i'm like kind of strange weather today huh and he goes yep and i'm just like oh doesn't want to talk whoever he is so anyway uh i get my coffee go about my day and 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 they have this restaurant there that's ridiculously expensive, but it looked really good. Well, from five to six, they have a happy hour. 
So from five to six, everything on the menu, every drink, everything is half price. I'm like, we're going. So we're there at, at 4.59. Get in there. We got a cool uh, server. We're right at the high top at near the door. And we're sitting there, and I'm having some drinks and talking to my daughter. And all of a sudden, this dude shows up at the door. And I'm like, I know, I know who that is. And then all of a sudden, his famous wife shows up next to him. And they're two little kids. So I'm like, I might look at my daughter, and she doesn't know who it is. And I'm like, I think that's I think that's Tom. And she goes, I don't know. So he starts walking by, and I'm somebody, I'll talk to anybody. I don't care. I, I don't get embarrassed. I don't, you know, I, I, I'll talk to anybody. So he's walking by, and I'm going, I go, hey, are you Tom? And he goes, yes, I am. I'm like, good to see you, man. You know, like, I didn't want to seem awestruck. And it was Tom Segura and Christina Pajitsky and their two kids. So they go in there to have dinner. And then he, uh, my daughter and I uh, are sitting there eating everything on the menu because it was half price. And uh, and then he goes out to take a piss and he comes back and he stops. And we're rapping about, you know, they're moving to Texas and blah, 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 blah. But it was so funny because it was like, I just got through this whole thing with my daughter about how, you know, these people, all they want to do is be normal and go about their day and not, you know, be pointed out and 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 whatever. But I think Tom's at a point in his stardom where he's still cool with being noticed. Like he still likes that people recognize, especially him. from that comedian and, you know, the backgrounds. And oh stuff yeah. Like that. And, and then the fact that, you know, the, the people that are going to recognize him probably know a lot about him. You know, like I've got a few fans of the podcast where when they see me, they, they talk podcast, they talk, you know, talk about whatever. Well, he, he's Bert, uh, Tom's like best friends with Bert Kreischer. And I follow Bert pretty religiously. And, I follow Tom a lot too, but him and his wife get a little more edgy on their podcast with stuff that I'm uh, maybe not so interested in. But Tom is just, God, he's funny. And Christina has the uh, her own comedy specials out and stuff, and she is just a, hilarious. But she has this one Dick Clark bit that if you haven't seen it, look up uh, Christina Przyzinski's, uh comedy, uh, Her Hour on Netflix. Yeah, as soon as I learn how to spell Przyzinski. I think it's with a P. Yeah, mother it's with P, a P. Mother P, but it's so funny, and, and and it's like the last, excuse me, like one of the last bits on the on the on the on the deal, and it, I'm, I almost pissed my pants. It's about Dick Clark. Some people get offended, but if you're watching comedy and you get offended, then you shouldn't be watching comedy anyway. Oh anyway, no, definitely. So I had and my I little, do. I had a little, my little starstruck moment where I'm just like, you know, rapping with him, ba ba da ba ba da ba, and and uh, it was pretty cool. I have to say, I don't, I don't run into, you know, I've talked to quite a few people on the on the podcast, but not maybe at that level. He's, you know, he's one of my top five on the, on the list, but you know what else happened to me while I'm in California, aside from, you know what? I told my wife, I got to go there for business for voiceover business on occasion. Cause sometimes you just have to be on set or you have to be on location. But if that's not the case, I am never going back to California. I, I, we flew out of LA and it was just, you know what? Let me correct that. I'm never going back to LA. We stayed in Santa Monica, which is Western LA, really. It's city. And everybody there is so into themselves and their dogs and their look and their, oh my God, I could have, but you would never know there was a pandemic, man. You would never know. And, and, and I'm like, we went to the Santa Monica pier. I couldn't get out of there fast enough. My daughter, my daughter and I get back and my daughter's 20 and, and she, and we're getting ready for bed in the hotel room and she takes her clothes off and she like separates them. She goes, I can't even put these pure clothes in with my other clothes because the pure was so disgusting. She's like, I can't have those clothes near any of my other clothes. And she's not even like that. She's not, right. she's not a princess, but it was just like, 
oh my God, it's so gross on the pier and nobody wearing a mask, nobody giving a shit. And you know, I don't, uh, uh, is uh, marijuana legal where you are? No, but it might as well be. They're wow. not arresting anybody for it. Yeah, that's true. But in, in California, it's legal. And mm-hmm. it's everywhere. Everything just stinks because it's not like the pot that that we had when I was young. Oh, it's no. like it's like kill your grandmother kind of stuff. That yeah, and it smells so bad to where you'd be walking every ten feet. You're like ah ah, you know. And oh, then there's a homeless person. Oh, then there's a drunk person. Oh, it was crazy, man. But you know what the the craziest part of the whole deal was? I had to rent this big Ford Expedition because I was moving all of her stuff. I got a flat tire. When was the last time you ripped the jack out of the back of the car and changed a tire? I don't know, but I know my kids can't do it. Well, you know what? It's funny because I, 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 uh, I, well, here's the thing. The daughter forgot something in the car. So I go down to the valet and I'm like, hey, man, I got something in the car. Just tell me where it's at. I'll go get it. No, no, I'll bring it up. I'll bring it up. Well, then they started fiddle farting around and they brought up the wrong car. And then I'm like, that's not my car. So then they run back and get another car and they bring it up. It's my car. I grab what I need and I didn't tip them. I'm like, you know what? This, Five minute thing took me 35 minutes because you're dicking around. I'm not tipping you. Well, then I get up in the morning and my tires low. I'm like, those little fuckers. Uh, They're on to me. So we, yeah. I, I go air the thing up, which obviously in California, you got to pay for air. It's not free. And uh, so I drive all really? the way. Oh, yeah. Are you sure? It's not. It's not. Not free. No. Why? See, here in Connecticut, even though they'll charge you for air, there's a message on it that says, if you just go in and talk to the attendant, he'll turn the air on for oh, you. Yeah, we have one of those here, but no, not in California. Fuck, they're going to take every penny they can. I um, and I wasn't really in the mood to like go find the you know like that. I just put yeah. the order. It was a buck or something, but so I pumped it up, and we go roll into Malibu, and I'm starting to come home, and and I'm, if the pressure's down. I'm like, oh man, it's a hole. It's not that the you know I would have rather that the damn uh, valet let the air out, but he did, you know, I, but no, it's a hole. So not only that, it's like a 22 inch wheel. So I, uh, I call and I'm like, why don't you guys come change it? I don't want to change it. You know, they got roadside service. She goes, well, can you come to the airport? We'll just switch it out. I'm like, I'm not, it's got a flat tire. I'm not driving it. So I get up at 6am on Sunday, the day we're going home. And I'm like, I'm focused. I changed that sucker in like 27 minutes telling you i got i used the jack from the back i used the you know boom, but the, the 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 crowbar was all dirty like this thing's had a flat tire before yeah so i i was pissed i'm like whatever but i changed it and the hardest part was lifting that 22 inch tire and wheel up into the back of the thing because it weighs a ton but i uh i ended up getting after alamo on the deal i'm like hey you know how about a little grease i had to change a tire because you guys didn't show up bastards did they give you? They gave me fifty give you a bucks deal? off, but I don't know if I'm ever going to see it. You know, I, I don't know. They uh, they were cool about it, and then and then I get to the airport. Not that this is all about my trip, but then I get to the airport, and the Sun Country lady, I had paid for four bags because I knew we were moving my daughter home, and I only had three. And I get up to the deal, and I'm like, "Yeah, we paid for four, but I got three. She goes, "No, you paid for two, and you have three. So no, I showed her on my phone. Here's my receipt. No, she made me pay for another bag. Fuck. So I actually got that fixed before I got to the gate. I called You're it. like me though. You're not gonna sit there and argue over pennies. Well, that's what she Even said. Even if you're right, what we do you don't have do? enough time left. Yeah. She goes, What do you, what do you want to do? I'm like, Well, I'm not gonna miss a flight over forty dollars. I said, Bill me and I'll get it later. But then once they corrected it at the gate, I wanted to go back and go, look at bitch. 
but whatever. She, yeah, it's, she's, it's she's going to continue ruining traveling. But you know what? I've said this on prior podcasts. The worst job in the world is working at the airport. You got to go through all the bullshit to get to your job that people use to go travel. Except you don't get to leave. You got to go back home. Or at least these people get to get on a plane and go to somewhere other than here where you're like, ah, oh, fuck, I got to go. Unless home. you're a stewardess. Stewardess is a good job. I believe the correct name would be flight attendant. Flight attendant. Sorry for flight attendant. hashtag me too. <laughs> well, and speaking of which, I, um, I was down in the great Minneapolis today driving around and I came up to this deal and it looked like maybe they had this area sectioned off because they were going to have a festival or maybe a farmer's market of sorts. So I'm like, that's cool. So I go to drive around it, you know, so I go two blocks this way, two blocks that way, get around the back again, another barricade. There's a sign that says, are you ready? You want to guess? BLM. Oh, it's close. I, uh, I see you went with the short version there. <laughs> no, the sign said, you are now entering the free state of George Floyd. They got it fenced off. You can't even go in there. And I was talking to my buddy about it. And he said that uh, inside there, somebody got hurt or something. And that's the whole deal. There's no cops in there and none of that. So they said, well, we can help you, but you have to drag them a block down the road to get them out of that environment so that we can help them. Otherwise, we can't. We can't go in there. And yeah. Well, I've been in one of those situations where I worked at a, a elderly housing as a groundskeeper, and half of it was in one town and the other half was in the other, and it oh. had entrances on both. But one town had volunteer firemen. The other <laughs> one had paid. So the old joke was, if I have a heart attack, drag me out to Route 1. I want to go where they're paid. I want to go to the paid guys. I want to go where somebody gives a shit. Isn't yeah, where that I got to wait for him to get there in his Camaro. I, <laughs> I just did a, uh, I built a house like 15 years ago in a town where my water and sewer came from town X. My uh, address uh, was this town. And then my mail came through another town. But it also split counties in the middle of the road. So they'd only plow half the road. And then the other county would have to come to plow that half of the road. And it's wow. like, come on, guys. If you're going to do this crazy shit, then then let's work together. Oh, yeah. it's frustrating. Cut a deal. It's horrible. I I, I don't know. But yeah. So my, are you tired of snow yet? Are you are you going to move from Minnesota? Uh, you know, we're talking. I We're talking about it. I I. You know, I own an ice cream store here, so uh, Lost Lake Creamery open noon to nine. Um, I uh, <laughs> it's on the Dakota Bike Trail and the and the north end of Cooks Bay of Lake Minnetonka. Um, yeah, I'm not going. I le well, I lead with a commercial, so you'll hear it there. You'll find it. if you want ice cream bad enough, the best ice cream in the freaking area, you'll know where to find it. It's Do I get a discount? Do I'll I give I you a free one, drop? man? I'll give you a free one when you come in. A bogo, you have to buy one to get one. I yeah. uh, <laughs> I um. You know, we've been talking about it. I've been exploring a few locations. Um, I do. I've got a 15 year old, a freshman in high school. Uh, so once he leaves, I think my my winters here are numbered. Um, are you tired of it though? Does it tire beat you down? No. You know, I don't mind the cold. I don't mind the snow. I can't handle the gray. I can't handle the cloudy every day. I'm. I need sunshine. And and I I, I and and from uh you know October really probably November until April, it's cloudy 85% right. of the time. 
And I just can't like I like a perfect place for me would be Colorado. You know, they get most sun, places like are down. Though. Most places have a downside to them. Just like, you know, it balances off. Like yeah. I moved to Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah. When I lived in Charlotte, North Carolina, I could afford to buy three houses versus yeah. one here. Right. But I'm four hours from the ocean. You know, that's the give and take. Yeah. I'm, I live on the ocean. I could throw a rock and hit the ocean right now. You know, well, I'm, my backyard is the ocean and you grow accustomed to those things. How far from, um, is it Mystic, Connecticut? How yeah. Far, how far from there are you? About 30 miles. I had a buddy who lived there for, uh, lived there. He went to school at UConn for a year, maybe. And him and another high school buddy rented a place and I flew out there to hang with him. Oh, man. Good town. Jesus. It was good. Is town. it Greenwich, Connecticut? Yeah, Greenwich is on the New York border, though. Oh, that's New York City border. There. I'll have to ask him. I don't. I, I don't remember. Maybe. Oh, Norwich, Norwich. Was it? Norwich it was is like that a, way. It was like a little harbor town, you know, where it was like, oh, golly. From what I remember, there was might have been a lot a, of money too. It cost a, a lot blackout. of money to live. <laughs> you don't just move to Mystic. No, but know, I have a stuff. plan. I have a plan. Here's my plan. I've I've got a location identified. I've got the cafe identified. I have the condominium identified. I just need to put it all together. Because what I want to do is sell everything here. And then I want to go to this deal and buy this little cafe. They open at like five or six in the morning and they close at one or two in the afternoon. The strongest thing they got in there is a Bloody Mary. And and you get to know all the locals. You get to know all, and, and that's it. I want to run it. And then I want to just become a beach bum. So answer me this. You have three children. Let's assume all three, four children. Yep. So let's assume all going to college. Do you cut deals with your children? Because I did. Not everybody does. Or are you paying for their education? Um, I'm on the hook for the first four years. And my daughter going back to the University of Minnesota, I probably will pay for her medical school too. Um, although she just got a job where she's nannying that she makes more than I do. So I don't know what the hell's going on. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm taking care of the first four. I, I basically way back yonder, I, I, I own a lot of real estate and I had, I had, um, set it up so that I could leverage those or sell them and, and pay for their colleges. And that was kind of my thing. Yeah, that's smart. That's um, definitely smart. I wasn't that smart with money and I became a single parent. Which makes kids. it tough, you know, which makes it tough. And we, you know, but I got to tell you, I, I brought my daughter home. My son's been home for about a week or two. And my daughter, cause he goes to Arizona and my daughter, we just came home on Sunday and we went out for dinner. We all met at our favorite watering hole in town here. Man, is it nice having them all together, you know, but I just, every time I do it, I feel like, ah, oh, there's only like so many of these left, you know, where all of a sudden there's going to be significant others and there's going to be, you know, and it's going to happen. And, you and know, then we're going to die. Then we're gonna die, yeah. Darren. Yeah, well, we'll be dead. Aren't you a breath of fresh air? Yeah, that'll happen. I, I, uh, uh, you know, I've got a, a kid that's turning thirty this year, and uh, and I don't ever hear from him. But I never really did. He lived with his mom and blah 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 blah. Great kid. I have, you know, a, yeah, a ton of respect I understand. For him, I have one too. I have a thirty-two a, year old. He's got a whole life and all I that talked shit to her. Else. I might have talked to her three times this year. Yeah, that's probably two more than I did. I. We text, you know, actually it was funny. Cause if I text him, 
you know, why don't you come up this weekend? We'll hang out. I don't hear from him, but I text him about Tom Segura. Boy, he responded before I hit send. He was on right. that shit because he listens to a lot of the same. We follow a lot of the same comedians. We've actually, you know, traveled to see Joe Rogan and and uh, Anderson Tino, and like we, you know, so we got that. But I, you know, he's got a whole life, and and he grew up a different world than I did. So we make yeah, the best tough. of it. But my other three, they're stuck with me. They don't have a choice. They got to hang out with me. So I um I dig it though. I I tell you I. You know, there's nothing I, I enjoy more than hanging out with the, with the kids and the family. I love it, and I love to complain about it also. How many you got? I have I have three. Yeah? And, yeah, and the, what, you got a 32, and what are the other ones? 32, 27, and 20. God damn, how old are you? 51. Jesus. Jeez. You, get the, uh, you get the AARP card yet? Yeah, I do. I do did join really? AARP, but I've never used it. But it's like seven bucks a year. Uh, what is the key? It gets you like free cup of coffee at Arby's. No, it'll get you like 10% off at great adventure, you know, <laughs> at, uh, I don't know, but wow. I don't use it. I, I don't even know 50? where the card is. You gotta be, uh, when do you get it? 50? Yeah. 50. You could sign up for it, man. You're living, you're living, baby. I, uh, yep. speaking of which I was at a house today, uh, cause my normal job is real estate appraising and, uh, I'm in this house and I saw something I haven't seen in. 30 plus years, maybe, maybe more. And I go into a lot of houses. Like I, I couldn't even, I couldn't even guess maybe 300 a year or something. I don't even know. And and so I'm in this one today and I'm rolling through the bathroom and they got a, a roller set on the counter. When was the last time you saw a roller set? I have one right now. For what? So me and Jennifer were just talking about this. Were you Not really? Only do so my grandmother lived in this house and she lived here until she was from the time she was a little girl until she died at the age of 99. Damn. Okay. So this house is very old and there's a bathroom in this house that I went to redo. So I went into the cabinets and stuff and there's still stuff from my grandmother in there. One of them was those old curler sets yeah. with the plastic top and you heat it up yeah. and all that stuff. That's what this it was. was. One of those. But what me and Jennifer talk about the most is a thing called a vibrator. Oh, okay? you mentioned that. It's like a, uh, I think you showed it to me on a show or something. I might've, and it's huge. It, it's, it's really a head massager, but they call it the vibrator back then. It, you put it over your hand and it's this huge metal motor. It weighs like 10 pounds and it vibrates your hands violently. And you're supposed to massage somebody's head with it while it's vibrating. It, it listen, it's the inventions of the forties. It, it's from the forties. Wow. Does that change your view of your grandmother? Yeah, a little <laughs> bit, a little bit. Ah, that's awesome. I, uh, a little bit. So, so do you, is, is, did you grow up in that house? No, no, because she's really just a a grandparent by marriage. In oh. other words, it's a step parent gotcha. mother. Gotcha. All right, all right, that makes sense. But he did. He grew up here. Who's he? My stepfather. Oh, I get you. Okay, okay. Wow, that's crazy. And we have six. We have six houses on the same property. In here but they're very spread out i mean my yard my yard goes a quarter mile in one direction and then what do you three fuck? football fields and other you, directions what are you fucking kennedy no but you, kennedy like camelot 
<laughs> you know, it's it's a very large piece of property. And his grandfather, my stepfather's great grandfather, bought this property with his brother in 1892 for $132. Wow. And I got the deed on my wall. It was a 10-year loan for $132. <laughs> when you're making a nickel. The loan was for $75 with a 1%, you know, something like that. But uh, it really took him 10 years to pay off that loan. How many acres is it? Holy shit. I don't know how many acres it is altogether, but right now, if somebody was to come here and buy the property and turn it into condos or something like that, because the ocean's right here. Yeah. It, I can't imagine it going for under 20 mil. Why, you are know, you kidding? Well, it's shoreline. It's a Or you're on the water? You said you're 30 minutes from the water. No, no. I'm, I could throw a rock and hit the water from my backyard. To a lake or to the ocean? To the ocean, to the Atlantic Ocean. So it's right on the water here. I'm about an eighth of a mile total from the beach. Wow. Do you ever you go? Know, do I ever go to the beach? Yeah. Yeah. Every day I go down there. I like to watch sunsets. I'm very romantic like that, Darren. Wow. I, I actually look, where did all the time go? <laughs> or predatory. So, or the other. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so is it all family that lives on this compound? Yeah, I'm the only one that's not blood family. Everyone else is my stepfather. His son lives in the house next to mine. Me and my daughter are here. And his cousins live out the next two houses. And they split the property because no their shit. fathers are the ones that owned it. How cool is that? Oh, we have I gardens. We have a huge garden. Where it actually gets plowed with a real plow, that type of garden, not sitting there walking through it or anything. I just go and pick shit out of it. Do you I still have? Do you still have hired help? <laughs> no, he does it all. He does it all. He was in the liquor business for a long time, and made a fortune off it. He was smart. He was smart like you. He bought real estate on the ocean, and. The only thing he did was make a promise to his father never to sell this property, and he never will. Wow. So do you own or are you renting? I rent from him. I rent from him. Nice. nice. But he charges me like, I pay like $500 a month. Where are you oh. going to find a rent for? I mean, I live in a house. I've got a three-bedroom, two-bath house. He pays for the water and all that because the water, that's the crazy thing with these old houses. You probably ran into this. Because these houses were here before the roads. Oh, sure. So I remember 12 years ago, I didn't pay my water bill. My water bill came and I didn't pay it. So the water company comes to shut you off. Well, when they shut me off, they shut all our houses off. Oh, boy, that's tough to explain to the family. No, it was it was really nice because now they can't legally shut you off anymore because that's against the law. You can't kill four other people just because of one. So my pay, water, pay can never water be bill. So that's when my father said, I'll take care of all the water bills from now on. True. Uh, send me, uh, you got to send me your address in the chat window. I got to look at this shit on the Google maps. Yeah, it's good. I, uh, I, I got to check that shit out. I had no idea you were a Kennedy. That's yeah. awesome, man. Just don't be, don't be driving at night and don't be flying at night. 
These we are do all- have a neighbor, Ted Kennedy Jr., lives down the street. A real Kennedy. Really? Imagine that. Yeah, he was a state. He was our town rep for a long time. Oh no, shit. Yeah. Well, what, you get a lot of people. You ever talk Whenever to him? It's Connecticut. You ever talk to him about the old man? No, I, I've seen him going by and stuff. I don't talk to. I don't talk to people. I talk to people on here. You're a, you're a fucking host of a seven podcast. You don't talk to people. You're yeah, but not you're in person. A, you're a modern day millennial style person. I don't want to have to actually talk to in front of somebody. I'd rather text or, 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 or sit behind a microphone. You are one of them. Yeah. Well, what I could do right now, I could just claim my internet cut out and just go away, send you a message and say, Hey, sorry, man, storms and you know, got stormy. It didn't work. We got a nor'easter coming in. Yeah. Nor big snowstorm. I, uh, I'd find you. I'd find you somehow. I I I would be tracking that Kennedy kid down and asking him about the old man. I don't think he's a kid though. Well, you know, if you're a junior, you're a kid. Always, you know. always. We uh we got to put a pin in this thing, man. You've been a hell of a good time. We uh we slid it right into the uh right into uh the right amount of time. Uh, Good. but now, now I'm thinking we got to get back together so we can discuss your living situation. Yeah. You talk well, about it like it's normal. What do you own uh part of the socks? You, you're in on the, uh, the main, the, the, the foundation of the team. Well, it's definitely what I, you know, it, I, I think I'm gonna one day, you know, own part soon, of the socks. Yeah. Why not? You know, me and Tom Werner, and what's his name? LeBron James just bought into the Boston Red Sox. Yeah. Did you see uh, what's his teeth just bought into my Timberwolves? Don't say Ooh. my Timberwolves. I've I've isolated myself so much from TV since all this Trump and all this election and all this shit's going on that I didn't even know that our local uh, professional basketball team was sold to Alex Rodriguez. <laughs> Wow. Oh yeah, that's right. He did. You're right. I had Okay, here you'll know this. You're in touch with celebrity gossip. Is he married to JLo or they're just dating? Well, they're broken up now. Right, but were they married? No. 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 no they were engaged. Right. Right. See, that's what but he's he said. a Listen, A-Rod is A-Rod. A-Rod's that type of guy. You can't hate him for his talents and his skills. But unfortunately, one of his other talents and skills is other women. He doesn't care. He doesn't have enough soul to stick to one woman. And listen, she's probably not. How much of a pain in the ass is J-Lo? She's been she's been engaged. She's been married three times and engaged like eight times. That's what I was telling my buddy. I'm like, I think she's used all of her credits. She can't even get married again. There's there's none left. Well, my grandfather used to tell me for every beautiful woman in the world, there's a guy that can't stand her. <laughs> That's exactly right. And it it's true. You know, you can't base it all off beauty. That's the one thing I'd love to hammer into my children is looks are great when you're in the mall and you're on vacation, but you got to go home with that person. Wow. And if, but she's smart. She's talented. I mean, she's good. She checks a few of the boxes, not just beautiful. Yeah, she well, she checks a few, but it, how I'm much? Sure she's got to be a maintenance pain. package. I'm sure. Yeah, the maintenance package. has to be out through the roof. 
Has time from the guy who's got a mannequin head of a woman on his desk behind him. That's my bitch. Is that that your co-host when you need it? Yeah, you know, I got that from my daughter's a hairdresser when she was in hairdressing school. Yes. That's what they practiced on. Yes. So I took it and I said, it looks really cool there. So. Uh Uh-huh. This is why Uh we don't do video because you'd have the authorities at your house checking into shit. All That's right, right. Freddie, my boy, we got to wrap shit up. Tell us what you got coming on your podcast, the next, uh, your next release. You just recorded a couple, you said. What uh, What's going down? Yeah, we're just talking about general stuff. Nothing major. We go into some news. I make Jennifer read a fake news story to prove to my listeners that she will read anything I write <laughs> to her. So I, I made her use names like um, she read a story, and I took all these names that are joke names. Um like Jenny Taylor, <laughs> you know, and stuff. And she's reading it like it's a real New York times <laughs> article. And nice. I was just laughing to it. You know, she's good like that. She's, she's a great host. Yes. She's a very talented woman and she's good to me. All right. But we have, we always keep it fresh. We keep it active. What do we, you do? One a week? Yeah. One, two, well, you know, whatever I just do. I just keep recording. I like it. I should, you know, um, I like to have, backups in case I ever do this thing called work again. Ooh, don't say like that. You know, I might, I might try it. My mother told me if I'm not good at something, don't do it. And I turned out I'm I'm not very good at working. Hey, listen, you're a Kennedy. You don't need to work. That's right. You're going to be fine. But as soon as we sign off, I got the Google maps up. Yeah. All right. Cool, man. Well, listen, we thank you and uh, everybody check out within the head of Fred. And I always forget the other one. Beyond? No. Ending the stigma. Ending the stigma. Listen, he goes into radio voice. Ending the stigma. Ending a path the stigma. to recovery. It's it's a call-in. So if you're struggling with any of that stuff, find the number, give a call. These guys can help you out. The other guy is a licensed professional, isn't he? Well, not licensed, but he is a certified life coach, but he's a former addict. That's as good which, as a license, which, man. And he, I mean, he does it. The guy's just great. So. That's cool. All right, Fred. Well, thanks so much. Everybody check it out and tune in next week for another episode of the DK Project. That's it. That's the end. That's a wrap. Read the shtick. That's a wrap for today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe and tell all your friends. If you'd like to reach out, you can use the studio line at 612-504-6500 or by email, thedkprojectpodcast at gmail.com. And, of course, there's always social media at the DK Project Podcast. Thanks for tuning in.